Origin and Development of a Revolutionary Situation Origin and Development of a Revolutionary Situation Primarily the Living Standards of the Peasants and Workers The crisis of Russia's economic development affected the yoke of feudal obligations kept increasing. The countryside continuously starved because of crop failures, loss of cattle and lack of arable land and pastures. The poverty of the peasants led to epidemics, increased morbidity and mortality, and a decreased birth, rate. The surf system destroyed the rural workers, the most important productive force of the society of that time. The worsening of the peasants' conditions stimulated their struggle against the landowners. The peasants refused to pay quit, rent in to perform the feudal services, ran away from the landowners, set fire to the landowners' estates, beat and killed the serf, owners and their stewards. Between 1826 and 1861, there were 1,186 serf uprisings. The disturbances involved almost every part of the country. In the outlying national districts this movement merged with the struggle of the peoples against national oppression, Caucasus, Poland, etc. The struggle of the peasants was supported by workers who experienced the oppression, brutality and arbitrary rule not only of the proprietors and factory administration, but also of the landowners. The Russian peasants struggled for land and freedom, i.e. for abolition of the feudal dependence. Objectively these demands of the peasants were aimed at creating favorable conditions for the development of capitalism in Russia. The actions of peasants and workers were savagely suppressed by Tsarism. The laws, prisons, army and all the policies of the landowner state defended the interests of the land and serf, owners and hampered the development of new productive relations in Russia. The socio-economic development of the country required the removal of these obstacles by a social force which was interested in creating new production relations. The peasants were heterogeneous and disunited, they were concerned only with their local interests and therefore could not combine their efforts to wage a revolutionary struggle for their demands. Only the working class could be the revolutionary leader of the peasantry, but at that time Russia had as yet no working class. The Russian bourgeoisie interested in the capitalist development of the country was economically and politically weak. By its origin it was in large measure connected with the landowner class. It had good knowledge of the bourgeois revolutions in Western Europe, saw the increasing struggle of the West, European proletariat and therefore feared the revolution. Afraid of a peasant war the Russian bourgeoisie only tried through the lips of liberals to persuade the landowners and Tsarist officials to make a concession to capitalist development, to emancipate peasantry and, and by avoid revolution, abolition of landowners' property rights and liquidation of autocracy. The aggravation of the crisis of the serf system led to a new stage of the revolutionary movement in Russia. The spokesmen for the peasantry in the 1840s, 60s were progressive intellectuals who were cognizant of the aspirations of the laboring peasants. They stemmed from the petty clergy, officialdom, petty bourgeoisie, merchants, peasantry and declass nobility and were revolutionary democrats by conviction. They were fully aware of the savagery of serfdom and unmasked it. They formulated the demands of the peasants as a program of complete abolition of serfdom and of making land available to peasants without redeeming it from the landowners. The revolutionary democrats exposed the serf character of the projected emancipation of the Russian peasants from above. Many of them held that the people could obtain satisfaction of their demands only by abolishing the landowner's property or rights and overthrowing the power of the land and serf owners by means of a peasant revolution. The Russian revolutionary democrats acted at the time when the revolutionary character of the bourgeois democracy in Europe was already dying off. The experience of the West showed them the miseries capitalism brought to the people. In connection with this, some of them who did not understand the new way of revolutionary development, in which the principal role is played by the proletariat, brought forward the utopian theory of a peasant socialism. 
In this theory the exposure of serfdom and the criticism and rejection of the capitalist system were combined with demand for a transition from backward Russian reality directly to socialism through development of the peasant community, which existed in Russia, with its everybody's right to land, self, government, etc. The ideas of peasant socialism reflected the revolutionary aspirations of the peasants to equality, abolition of the landowner's property rights and overthrow of the rule of the land and serf owners. But this theory was far from scientific socialism because it rested on survivals of old social relations, on the disintegrating peasant community. Russia's road to socialism ran through the stage of capitalist development. The revolutionary Democrats, A. Ihertsin, V. G. Bielinsky, N. G. Chernyshevsky and N. A. Dobrolyubov, deeply hated serfdom and czarism and called on all progressive Russians to struggle against autocracy. Chernyshevsky demanded complete abolition of serfdom without redemption, complete freedom and a free transfer of all the land to the peasants. By castigating autocracy and serfdom the revolutionary Democrats educated the progressive intellectual youth in a radical spirit and the youth started organizing political circles. The proclamations of the revolutionary Democrats unmasked the contemplated deal between Tsarism and the landowners. Sheroshevsky called on the peasants to rise against Tsarism and serfdom. Tell the Russian people to take up battle, axes, Chernyshevsky taught the revolutionaries. The heroic efforts of the democratic forces in Russia did not suffice to organize and lead the struggling peasantry, the peasants waged a bitter struggle for land and freedom, which attested the existence of a revolutionary situation in Russia, but they were not organized politically and were incapable of overthrowing serfdom. Despite that the revolutionary upsurge was one of the most important factors that forced the landowners to abolish serfdom in Russia, 